Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. Let it rain! Remember the class where I taught you all how to make it rain? Make it rain. Dollar, dollar bills, y'all. All right, welcome in here to the grid. It is sportsgrid.com, guys. It is time to make it rain here as we are just T-minus four days away. That's right, four days away from Championship Sunday where we will figure it out. Conference championships, there will be – there are four teams to start. There will be two. They will be on their way to South Florida here in Miami to decide – Who's going to be the only team left standing? And the money continues to pour in in both games here. So we'll get you caught up with the uh, the latest market movement coming up. Uh, it's going to be an awful lot of fun uh, watching these games and getting ready for these games on Sunday. It's a great time of year. Uh, but it's also, let us not forget, you got NBA in full swing here. You've got college hoops now, uh, the march to the madness here. March Madness uh, just around the corner. Baseball, uh, which is great that it's been uh, taken over and dominating headlines here in between all of it, which is so much fun. Cheating scandals and anytime we can make fun of the Red Sox, it's awesome. And of course, Alex Cora, we wondered who, what, where and how, like what was everyone waiting for? When was that Mm going to come down? We talked to uh, Bob Nightingale, in fact, USA Today uh, on the network yesterday and you know, what's the holdup here, Bob? And and he said he thought that they were going to just wait until the actual findings for uh, the Red Sox came out because it does appear that uh, there might have been some sort of alternate scheme going on that he took with him to uh, to the Red Sox, mm-hmm. that being Alex Cora. So they didn't wait. And there's absolutely no reason to wait. The Red Sox uh, said uh, they got out in front of it, which is exactly what they needed to do. And Alex Cora, and uh, we have parted ways. Uh, basically, they fired him, and uh, he made it seem like he didn't want to be a distraction. Right. But the reality is, uh, yeah, no, the hammer is coming down. It's quite obvious that they made Alex Cora is going to be the uh, he is going to be the scapegoat here. Now, the only question is, how severe is this punishment going to be? Now, it, the one thing we know, guys, in life and in sports, is never say never. All right. Unless you're Pete Rose, but never say never uh, from the standpoint of we are a very forgiving society. We love uh, we love the comeback story. We love guys that uh, show, um, you know, contrition and want to let everyone know how sorry they are and they'll never do it again. So I don't want to ever say that he's going to be out of baseball forever, uh, certainly over the next couple of years. But the big thing left for me is now what what is that going to be? What is Rob Manfred going to come down? If this guy is going to be the one to set the example, if he's going to be the one above and all, if it's anything less than a lifetime ban, I would be shocked because you got two covenants in baseball, Dane. One is don't gamble on it and don't cheat. And, and that's it. I mean, that's those are the two biggies in baseball. So we've seen... Uh, we've seen the what shoeless Joe and the White Sox cheat, right? And uh, and also gamble there and try to blow a World Series. 
everybody, whether they were part of it or not, is banned. Uh, Pete Rose. Yet we've got a absolute cheating scandal going on here with the Houston Astros, but no players look to be affected. But there's got to be somebody that the hammer comes down, right, just to keep up with the Joneses. Otherwise, how hypocritical would this look that everyone, a year ban here, a year ban there, but Shoeless Joe ain't in the Hall of Fame. Pete Rose ain't allowed in ballparks. Isn't it just a tad bit hypocritical if you only give him a two-year ban? Morning, Joe. Good morning, Degenerates here on Make It Rain. Let's cock-a-doodle-do it. Um, yeah, I think so. Like, let's put it this way. If they are going to make Alex Cora the face of this scandal, right? Um, like you're saying, he's the scapegoat. The hammer's coming down on him. Like with the Black Sox scandal, the name is Shoeless Joe Jackson, right? Uh, you know about Pete Rose. If they're going to make Alex Cora the face of this, then my personal belief is that if you stack them all together, this scandal is above steroids, um, in terms of his damage to the game, and is on par with the Black Sox and Pete Rose cheating. And so Pete Rose is banned. Shoeless Joe is banned. Yeah, I think Alex Cora has to be banned as well. This was also, you know, Joe, this was kind of like very involved and systematic. And in my opinion, the thing that makes it new is the way it leveraged technology. You know, like, Joe, you and I play baseball. Stealing signs has been around forever, you know, whether it's a base coach from the dugout angle, from a runner on second base, you know, from all sorts of ways. Okay, but this, I think, went like in a 21st century way of it and really went over the line in a systematic way that gave these hitters a real advantage. So, yes. I do believe if they're going to put all the blame on Alice Cora and make him be the fall guy, I do think we're looking at a black ball kind of thing, like a band for life. It's uh, uh and, and it's funny. I mean, poor Shoeless Joe, if he was still around, he'd be screaming and yelling right now because, you know, he actually hit 400 in that World Series. He had he sure nothing did. to do. He had absolutely <laughs> zero to do with throwing anything, but yet he became the face. He's he face was the it, best yeah. player. Well, because they knew they were never going to get him. That wasn't the kind of guy. But again, guilt by association. Yep. And, you know, Alex, it's quite obvious that they are going to pin this on Alex Cora, because the player is sharing just as much blame, but obviously that ain't going to. They're never going to do that because if they unearth it with Houston and the players, you know, a lot of those players have moved to other teams. Do you really want to get into what other teams are doing uh, that might be pushing the envelope past stealing and using technique? No, you don't, because make no mistake about it, the Astros are not alone in this. They just happen to win a World Series with it. And so that's what's shining a light on it. So I get you don't want to look too deep here. Keep it with Manfred. Get your one scapegoat, your fall guy, Alex Cora. But anything less, then you better start reevaluating how we're looking at Pete Rose here because Pete Rose didn't bet mm -hmm. on his team to lose. He bet on his team to win. Yeah. And, you know, 30 years down the road, like you said, you look into as far as where you're going to rate these, you had a team – blatantly cheat admit to it yep. and give themselves an edge and won a world series for it but somehow right. pete rose for betting not betting on his team to lose betting on his team to win he's the what he's the ultimate uh you know he's the that's it that's the pinnacle like don't cheat don't gamble if those two things remain true today and then you you better start handing down lifelong suspension somewhere yeah maybe it's as critical as they come.
What else is there sure. in baseball? Hypocrites. What a shot. It's weird to me that they're considering these players like that they don't want to go there. It's almost like the banks being too big to fail. You know, they know they can't go there because they're afraid of oh, they this know. Oh, They're yeah, afraid they of know. this problem. It ain't just Houston, people. It ain't just Houston. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. in here to the grid it is sportsgrid.com as we uh pick up the pieces here get ready for uh championship weekend and try to figure out who's going to be uh next here in the uh in the cheating scandal of major league baseball and pitchers and catchers just uh you know 30 40 days away and all of a sudden we'll be uh we'll be taking a look at uh that we'll also be taking a look at uh future prices and of uh, throws in uh, as far and, and the reality is nothing. It, it really doesn't make much of a difference for the Astros because they are still going to be one of the best teams in the American League West. They're still going to contend when it's all said and done. And while yes, they lost Garrett Cole, they, they still are pretty loaded and stacked on that team from top to bottom. So uh, nothing, I think, is going to. Be, it's going to be a little harder on the road uh, because if uh, you know I'll two big man these guys ever goes into a hitting slump it's going to be very difficult to uh to get past the uh what happened what, you, you, do i need to bang on a drum for you to be able to get a hit kind of situation so uh, i think it's going to be a little harder and a little tougher for them on the road uh but yeah. the truth is they're going to be just fine the, the team is still going to be fine uh, they will contend in the American League just like everybody else. They are the upper echelon in the American League in all of baseball. It is still very – not a lot of parity, so to speak. Uh, it's very top-heavy, guys. It still will Joe, be. Joe, they are currently the, the second choice to yeah. win the 2020 World Series. What a, okay. What a shot. Yeah, what a, what a shot. Yeah, and I guarantee a mattress uh, Mac. I don't know if he provided the monitors or if he provided any of that. Saying, but that guy right? won an awful lot of money. He won an awful lot of money there back in the uh, the Astros back in 2017 as well. Uh, but yes, I, I do think it's also hilarious that the truth is most players, uh, almost all those players, they realize what they do, what they don't do. Teams, guys that switch teams who play for multiple teams, if you know. Guys that were 17 that might be on different teams. It's it's across Major League Baseball. Stealing signs is as old as dirt. We get it. Uh, I can tell you that the idea that there isn't some sort of system, people, technology, something in place in every ballpark, whether it be for that particular game or not, to try and decode signs and do other things for future reference and cross the line is is ridiculous to think. Uh, baseball knows it. Uh, baseball obviously doesn't want to. Uh, if this was the Tigers, nobody would care, guys. If it was the Orioles, 
Nobody cares. But because you want a World Series with it, it's going to be an issue. And so hopefully baseball is saying, listen, we made a big deal. Baseball players now know. Organization now knows. Organizations now. Don't get caught. All right? Don't be an idiot. Uh, you know, be better than what they did. It got so out of hand and so perfected and so carried away there that they just they didn't know when to stop. And it's a lot like, you know, Dane, bank robbers and other things along those lines. Um, you get a taste. And again, so many of crimes and cheating scandal, they all could have been avoided and nobody would have known the better if you just stopped at a certain point along the way. Like if you if you stopped after you robbed the third bank and got away with it and didn't go to the fourth, like if you if you just stop, nobody's going to know the better. But the Astros and apparently Altuve, they they perfect they took it to such an extreme where they didn't know when to stop, and ultimately it's what ends up uh, it's end, what ends up costing them. So uh, greed is a is just an amazing thing, Dane. And once you got a little taste of success, why stop, Dane? Nobody stopped us to this point, so why stop now? Yeah, I hear you. Listen, Joe. You know, I mean, everybody knew this. Everyone was complicit in this, okay? And like you said, players change teams all the time, all right? right. And so they know the dirty little secrets. I mean, Joe, all the way going back, it was Eric Mangini who blew the whistle on uh, on Spygate. Right. A former Patriots coach when he was somewhere else was like, I know what they do. I ain't going to let them do it against me. (laughs) You know what I mean? It was it was Jose Canseco who blew the whistle on steroids, in essence, with his book. And everyone thought he was crazy. But then he turned out to be accurate. This was going on. Everyone kind of knew it. Okay, so you mentioned this. I agree with you. Sign stealing has been going on. This is the other thing that don't. Yeah. But but since the barnstorming. Also, I mean, you brought up. Eric Mangini. Where is Eric yeah. Mangini now? Okay. Uh, so it's it's great that you want to be the guy to unlift the cover, but when you yeah. when you do that, not just against the page, and the reason I say this is because, yeah, there's probably video rooms in every damn house in the NFL across the board. Sure. Uh, but when you shine a light onto those kinds of worst kept secrets. Yeah, yeah, Mangini, he basically solidified the end of his career in the NFL. And it's not because he's not a good coach, guys. It's I not because that. Eric Mangini can't bring something to an organization. He's one of the better coaches. Guy's a great NFL mind. But you opened your mouth, and right. that was the problem. And now every organization goes, well, listen, he threw the, he threw the Patriots under the bus. We got a few. Yep. We might have a thing or two in here we don't want anybody else knowing about either. Like So congratulations, Mike Fires. Uh, I can't wait to see what happens to uh, to him moving uh, forward here as well, because uh, maybe that. they weren't doing it in in Oakland, my friend. But maybe that's right. not your last stop either. So uh, well, let's see it. what happens there. I get it. And, you know, we just last week, Joe, we were saying similar things about Josh McDaniels. Right. And now he's like his name is mud because of previous actions, uh, although slightly different. I just I say this to mean this, Joe. You mentioned that it's because the Astros won a World Series with it that the light was shined on it. I kind of think that while that is true, this is still kind of this would still be everybody's dirty little secret if Fires didn't give the damn athletic interview. 
Okay, and so I, I, I'm just pointing to that as that was kind of what brought this to light. Um, and I think with a scandalous interview like that, yes, it was more sensational because it was the champion Astros. But I think with an interview like that being out there, it could have been almost any team and it would have like demanded MLB look into it. I got to tell you, Joe, the best thing about all this, in my opinion, the Staten Island Yankees, Joe, have you seen this? The Staten Island Yankees, minor league affiliate of the Yankees, um, they're playing when they play the Houston Astros affiliate here in the city this uh, summer. They are making it a promotional giveaway day for a mini garbage can that you can bang on anytime there's an off-speed pitch. They're giving away mini Yankee garbage cans when the Staten Island Yankees play against the Houston affiliate, and I think that's awesome. Yeah, well, they're going to be a lot of that. They're going to be an awful lot of that. But, you know, keep in mind, Mike Fires had an axe to grind because he left a world champion Astros team that would not sign him, an Astros team that was beginning a dynasty, and you got exiled to the Oakland A's. If the Astros were the Orioles and Mike Fires got traded to the A's, you think Mike Fires in a blockbuster interview, anybody would care or he would care to bring up what the Orioles were doing with videotaping? Absolutely not. The only reason it was with the Patriots is they had won. The only reason it was a story was because Houston won. Otherwise, Mike Fires doesn't have an ax to grind. He's not pissed that you didn't pay me and you sent me away from a team that's probably going to win the West for the next four or five years and you didn't want me to be a part of it. It always ties back to winning. Nobody cares unless you are winning. If you're a loser and you are the Jets or you are, you know, the Cleveland Browns, Nobody cares. They only care because you've had success and the fact that everybody might be doing it, but you're better at it and you're winning. Yeah, no, we're going to take you down. And that's exactly what Fires did. He blew the lid off because they didn't want him anymore as to be a part of it. And that pissed him off. But if he was with the Detroit Tigers, I doubt very much that comes out of his mouth in the interview. Fair. All I'm saying, though, Joe, is I, I don't disagree with that point. All I'm saying is that after the interview and after it's out there, now MLB has to respond in some way because it's out. Well, that's yeah, it's and I and why fire yeah, fire is the only guy that started that ball roll. There was a lot of time in between. Anybody else yeah. could have done an interview and mentioned it. But he's yeah, the one he had an extra grind. But once Mike it's out Mangini. there, yep, they can't Mike put Mangini. the toothpaste back in the tube. That's all nope. I'm saying. Can't unring that bell at that's all. That's it. Yep. See who else spell gets wrong Don't here. People. Want to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, you are doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. Guys, get yourself that edge and find us on YouTube. It is the Sports Grid Network. All the fantasy and sports wagering advice you need all the time. 
on YouTube at the Sports Grid Network. Make sure you're also telling us on Instagram at Sports Grid TV. And if you want to go ahead and maybe make a few bucks, I don't know, have about a million of them this year uh, with Daily Fantasy, you can do it in sure. the NBA, guys. It's time for you to dunk on that NBA DFS this year using DailyRoto.com. We want you to dominate on FanDuel DraftKings. You can compete with the pros. With the DailyRoto.com Optimizer, it is the most accurate projections available in NBA DFS. Plus, you get lineup alerts, breaking news, late SWAT support, and so much more. Save 10% now. Get that winning NBA DFS advice. Use the promo code DUNK. That's DailyRoto.com forward slash DUNK to learn more. That's DailyRoto.com forward slash DUNK. And keep in mind that DailyRoto.com is where millionaires are made. And uh, outside of Alex Cora getting fired there uh, late last night, we did get uh, some uh, some other breaking news last night, which was interesting. And I, I was, for one, was very happy to hear it. I know some warrants, but it's a pattern here. There's the support staff, the training staff, everybody involved with this organization has been the best from top to bottom since the day I got here. The fans have been fantastic. They've supported us. They've traveled. When we've been good, they've been great. When they've bad, when we when we haven't been great, they've been equally as good and very supportive. And that's the best thing about this city and this town is is people love the team and people love the players. And that goes a long way because when they play who they are, I think it transcends the game, and and that's what's important. And Luke Keekley. Uh, dropping out 28 years old saying, you know what? It's time for me. I just, I know it. I know it in my heart. I know it in, well, you know, what, what's left of his head anyway, uh, at 28 years old, stunning, not only the Carolina Panthers, but a lot of, uh, a lot of folks in the NFL coming off the news yesterday. We learned that one of the all time greats, Antonio Gates, finally hanging it up, but at 28 years old in his prime guys has been nothing but one of the most dominant linebackers since coming out in 2012. He was the quarterback of that defense, took that 15-1 and team, anchored it all the way to the Super Bowl. Uh, he is, without a doubt, very unsung, too, while J.J. Watt and others uh, usually got all the credit. Uh, Keekley was just purely dominant there in the middle of the field for that team. But... He's a guy who's going to be lucky. Let's all be realistic. He's 28 years old, guys. He's going to be lucky to remember his name in 10 years. I mean, that's he's got five on record uh, concussion-wise, not to mention, I am sure, at least a dozen others I mean, throughout his playing yeah. career that he did not report, that have not yeah. been reported. Uh, it is, this is, without a doubt, one of these things, I think. Again, Andrew Luck last year at 29-30, just t- sick and tired of the injuries. Uh, yep. Luke Keekley, 28. I am sure, guys, that uh, waking up and, and the signs, and I don't even think it's think mentally. He's. I think he realizes that it's. Um, he can't take too many more of these. The signs are probably already there for him, where it's. Uh, it's not good, and it's uh, unfortunate. But the good news is, I got no problem to do. 28 years old. You made your millions. You made your money. You're still young. Being able to look at the game in, and walk away from it is never an easy thing for these guys who have, you know, since they've been born, been eating, living, breathing it. Yep. So a lot of guys we see the other thing, it's not easy to turn away. And as as much as I love Antonio Gates, I mean, he's, you know, his retirement's about six years too, uh, too late. But 
you know, it, teach their own. But I got no problem with a 28-year-old all-pro. I mean, just absolute stud at the top of his game. There's something to be said for recognizing your own, uh, you know, your own humanity, having the self-awareness to go, you know what? I, got, I can't do this anymore, man. Like, I, I can't take any more shots to the head. And we talked about it with Luck and others, man. This is mm-hmm. – you're going to start seeing more and more guys yep. in their prime that are going to start saying, I can't do this anymore, guys. That's just going to be the NFL moving forward. And you know what? I don't blame them in the least bit. Absolutely, Joe. I do not blame them at all. I do believe this is going to be something of a new normal. Every fan base is going to wind up seeing like one guy a year that may be a surprise decide like, you know what? I don't need this anymore. And I can't blame him. You know, like, do you want your son playing football? That's what you got to ask yourself, right? And if you understand the human side of this, you have to understand this. You mentioned Andrew Luck. I submit Rob Gronkowski. I submit Doug Baldwin, okay, as others last year who were all pros, pro bowlers, who decided to walk away. Joe, Luke Keekley, you said he had the reported five. I'm sure he had 50. He was a middle linebacker who would stop the run and be all over the field. And also, Joe, even like, do you remember this one? It's like two years ago, I think. Keekley got a concussion. And it was on like a Monday night football game, too, I believe, or Thursday night. Do you remember? And he, he was crying. And it was the thing, like, that that was just his weird body physiological response. It's weird, Joe. The things we're doing to these men, we're going to find out where it's absolutely horrible. But that's one side of it. Keekley's walking away. I don't blame the man. He can do whatever he wants. He's still not even 30 years old. And he's never going to have to pay for a meal in, you know, in the city of Charlotte again. More power to him. I wish him well. Okay. And you know what it is, too? Go ahead. It, the problem with guys like Keekley is that, you know, linebackers are a different breed, Dane. You know this. They, you know what I mean? The, you know how hard it is for – and that's why I say behind-the-scenes guys, I, I mean, think about this. This guy could have a problem waking up realizing who the hell he is, right? I mean, that's, the, that's how ridiculous it is. Yep. Linebackers don't walk away from the game, guys. They got to be dragged away There's from the Warriors game. Warriors with the neck braces on, <laughs> and you could see it in the inter- in the in the video. Like, there's a it kills him to do oh, yeah. like a part. Of, I I know he's saying I know it in my heart of heart. He, that may right. be true, but, but it is also like killing him inside. Yeah, right. exactly. It's killing him. Yep, I hear you. Killing him. It absolutely is. And to your point, Joe, I don't care that the man had a relatively short career, right? I hope he remembers his name, Joe, when he gets Mm -hmm. to put on the gold jacket because I think he deserves to. Okay, I I do believe that. Um, He was a rookie of the year, defensive player of the year, took his team to a Super Bowl, captain of that defense. I I believe that, okay, that he is a Hall of Famer. Here's the other thing I want to say about this, okay? Joe, every head coach has, like, their guys. You know what I mean? Like, Parcells had his guys and all that stuff. Ron Rivera was there for a long time and is not there anymore. Luke Keekley is like, in the same way we're talking about, oh, does Tom Brady really want to sack up with another OC if McDaniels were to leave, right? Luke Keekley is like, oh, it's a new era here. Matt Rule's coming in. We got to talk about, apparently, Joe Brady's coming in as well, which I think is huge. But... Luke Keekley was like, up, oh, it's time, I think. And I'm saying this because I will, I'll bet you right now, Joe, that Greg Olson is about to do the same exact thing. 
um, mm -hmm. in that team. You know, it's time to usher out the old in with the new. But yes, I believe Luke Keekley deserves a gold jacket. And this, what he's doing, is going to be uh, common, I believe, over the court, like when we look back at this five years from now. It's um, it's it's going to happen more and more. And uh, when yep. you start seeing, you know, quarterbacks are very, you know, they're high IQ guys anyway. So Andrew Luck should not surprise us. Although, you know, when you talk about a, a top five quarterback, you know, walking away at 30, it's uh, it's a bit head scratching. But given yep. his injuries and career, you know, you could see that, you know, a Stanford guy going, I got to get out. I got other things going on, which is great. But inches, the Warriors like linebackers for them yeah. to at 28 years old to say, I'm done. And listen, we've seen this before. The guys uh, uh, and I give them credit. You had uh, Willis there with the 49ers. Uh, right. He walked away and he's I like, I just can't do I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah, I mean, it's it's good. And you're going to start to see. And the hard part is, obviously, you don't replace that if you're the Carolina Panthers. You You just don't. You know, you can have all the youth in the world that you want. But now all of a sudden. You know, having an all-pro quarterback to, you know, and you got a new coach, you got a new direction. Yeah. Having that veteran leadership and those guys there is absolutely huge. And that's a big hole to fill, one that's not going to be easy to do as they start to turn over this roster a little bit here. So uh, it also changes how they're going to draft. I mean, the ripple effect of losing a Keekly on a defense for a team is – is big. So it'll be interesting to see what they did. But you mentioned uh, Brady is uh, Joe Brady's on his way to uh, be the OC. He did for him. Uh, had great success, obviously, at LSU, taking that uh, uh, that Saints offense, uh, which is obviously rooted in uh, in the West Coast uh, uh, playbook there. That's what Sean Payton is. He's on his way now to the Carolina Panthers to be their OC, which will be good. Now, again, it's all fine and that looks great on paper, but do you have the uh, do you have the personnel to be able to execute? You know, it's one thing to win a national championship at LSU when you have the greatest athletes in the country on a team. You do for when your quarterback, let's say, isn't Cam Newton, and you know, is Will Greer. So you know, it's it's great for the kid. I, he deserves the opportunity to do it, but just because you saw him win a national championship with that style offense at LSU. Uh, that doesn't necessarily mean it's going to translate into the NFL. He was getting three million dollars, by the way, at LSU. They gave Brady? him three million. Yeah, three million, which is about guys exactly getting here for the Carolina Panthers. So they overpaid for him to lock him up. And and Ed Odron, good for you, dude. For because there is no cap, guys, with coaches. And and coaches, remember yeah. that in in college. So you know they gave him three million dollars. That's NFL money. Allah, look at that. He's going to make just above three million dollars as a OC in the NFL. But if you're thirty, you know, listen, you ain't going to be at LSU all, all the time anyway. So good for you. But you better get yourself a quarterback in there like Joe Burrow. Yeah, we can talk about that. I mean, I'll tell you what, the fantasy outlook for DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel certainly just shot up. But the quarterback situation is interesting. If you're Ooh, in Cam's head right now, right, is, is this a good thing? Does this attract and make Cam want to stay? Uh, do they want him? 
Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. All right, so it's uh, it's interesting. Also, another one of these uh, stories that broke yesterday. We know that, uh, and it's been a rough, just a rough, rough uh, month here for <laughs> the poor Boston fans who not only got their uh, asses handed to them by Derrick Henry, uh, they got a uh, goodbye uh, Instagram post from their uh, from their goats, and then. Uh, now, uh, of course, Alex Cora is, uh, is out the door. They lose their, uh, their, the guy they think was the, uh, the reason they changed the culture in Boston and they won a world series and oh my word, what are we going to do? It's just awful there for uh, poor Boston fans. Uh, and to add insult to injury, the report came out yesterday that now Tom Brady has a suite in Gillette stadium that is only his. Strictly for his family and uh, okay. and his friends, and he's had it for his entire time there. And this is a suite that, um, you know, it it's it's maintained year round. It's not just during football season. Well, I guess thing. one of the beat reporters um, had noticed. I guess that the stadium went in there, and uh, it is gutted. People, there isn't a uh, there isn't a trace of a. Brady family member there isn't anything and again it's not like this is routine every year this thing is fully stocked it's it's all their stuff all year round so they use it for more events and different things throughout the year so it's not like uh, oh it's it's par for the court no they we're talking fresh paint new car they blew it out all together there isn't a there isn't exactly one piece uh, of anything in that room that not that, uh, in that suite that would identify with the Brady family, which is the first time in 20 years they've ever seen it. So we know that his house over in uh, Brookville, Brookline there in Massachusetts, ghost town. He's moved to Connecticut. Uh, it's yeah. I mean, Patriot fans and uh, Boston fans are just going like, could anything else you're losing Brady, you lost Cara. You lost to the Titans. The Patriots dynasty is over. The Celtics are never going to get over the hump. Like it's, it, I, I hate to say, I feel terrible for him, Dane. I know you're shedding a tear probably on the inside. Boo-hoo. Boo-hoo. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Joe, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I mean, it's funny because, like, as a Yankees fan, I've been going through this, right? No one is, no one's going to shed a tear for me as a Yankees fan in the global scheme of things, right? So it's all good. Um, here's the thing, Joe. You're into reading tea leaves, right? Selling houses, uh, renovating suites. I saw on social media uh, a tea leaf to be read in the other direction yesterday also. Uh, Tom Brady put another Instagram post out. And he said something with just like a quote, like the only way uh, with an obstacle is not around it, but through it, you know? And you saw him like practicing by himself. And he was wearing a Patriots helmet still. 
So some people are like, oh, he's showing that he's showing his commitment and still working through it and still want to do it with the Patriots. So at this time, we're all trying to read tea leaves, whether it's real estate tea leaves, social media tea leaves. Um, my point still remains. He should be on a beach with Giselle somewhere, not worrying about this for the next month and a half. Uh, and I, well, it ain't him I'm worried about. It's the uh, guess, it's the fans the that are going to. They, they always are, do it one year earlier oh, than one year later. Word. They are brutal right now. They don't know which way to go. You got, and it's so funny because you got sooner or later this was going to happen here, guys. Like you realize, like nothing is uh, forever. And I'm always fascinated when fan bases uh, and Yankee fans uh, alike. I mean, you you get spoiled for so long, and then. You know, you go uh, a decade, Dane. I mean, the first time ever uh, you go a decade without any sort of World Series anything and reality starts to set in a little bit. You're like, holy crap. And that right now, it's taking a little bit longer because that's baseball is one thing. Football, the the run that they've had, it's unprecedented in the NFL, guys. Like no team. I mean, even the the 49ers, they, they were lucky enough to go from Montana to young and they had that, oh, yeah. you know, that 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 decade long thing. But that all comes crashing back there for 20 damn years, dude. He's been in the damn uh, in the area there on this team. You know, you sucked prior to Tom Brady, guys. Let's not forget that prior to Bill Parcells. You guys were terrible. And right. now all of a sudden the reality of going back to that because it always happens. Right. 49ers fell off a cliff. Cowboys oh, fell yeah. off a cliff. Uh, it's coming, guys. It is coming. And for all the aggravation that you have caused other fan bases over the last uh, 20 years, oh, Dane, it's it's going to be brutal being a Patriots fan here over the next five years. I can tell you that right now. Yep. And, and, and the funny part is, you know, we all saw this coming on some level, right? I've been calling it the fall of Rome for a while. Right. The real question for me and probably for you, too, is like, who's set up to take advantage? Right? Yeah. Ding dong, the witch is dead. And that's right. why I talk all the time about Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Watson. When these guys are gone, and I'll even put, you know, like Ben Rivers in there in the AFC, when they're gone, who's ready to take the mantle for the 20s, for the next decade, right? right? And in the AFC, we talk about these guys. And even at a smaller level on the AFC East, I thought Sam Darnold and the Jets would be primed and ready to pounce. But the truth is, it's going to be Josh Allen. It's going to mm. be Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills that are ready to kind of take the standard and, uh, you know, overtake them, in my opinion. So, you know, teams have to see this and start building there. Like, there's a reason that Darnold, Allen, Mayfield, they all got drafted then, right? Because they knew, oh, these quarterbacks are going to be entering like year three, ready to start really performing and producing just as Brady's on the way out and the division is ripe for the picking. Yeah. And uh, listen, I would not sleep on the Miami dolphins either. Now who uh, get to basically completely guys. I mean, nobody's, they got more money, more draft picks, more in, in one year, two years tops guys. You want to talk about completely reshape uh, the franchise, and they get to build it from scratch here, which is amazing. The coaching staff in place now, and the front office, everybody's in lockstep here in Miami for the first time, and I can't tell you how long. So the quarterback this year, the draft this year, the money they have in free agency, all going to be, and let us not forget, once the Jets also get rid of the dead weight, 
They're yeah. going to have around $80 million yeah, uh, right. coming there. They've got some picks, too, coming up in this draft that they were able to uh, to get back. So I can tell you right now, it's uh, the, the Jets and the Dolphins, for as aggravating as it was here uh, this year, obviously two new head coaches. Uh, this draft, certainly for the Jets with, uh, with Joe Douglas, going to be extremely important. And this draft for Miami, uh, this is – you've got to get this draft – mostly right here guys and i don't know that they go quarterback i i don't know what they have their eyes set on here uh because they are bringing back fitzpatrick it appears yeah but uh, i do you have so many holes to build this team up so uh i think we'll learn a lot exactly about what greer and company over there the direction they're going to go the problem with joe douglas is everyone's like oh go get one of these oklahoma wide receivers wouldn't it be great for sam donald no. no, like no. he actually says, I want to build the line out yes. and then go. So yes. let's hope <laughs> that to me, I think that first pick Dan at 11, that'll tell us everything. That'll tell us everything. Uh, Joe, remember the name. All right. I think it's going to be this kid, Wilf, an offensive lineman from Iowa. He's the second or third best offensive lineman behind the guy Thomas at Georgia. And he's kind of a very nimble uh, interior lineman. I've seen highlights of him. I like it. Remember the name Worf, offensive lineman from Iowa. And the yeah. other thing I'm encouraged by, Joe, is apparently, you know, it's it's practice week. My got my. My friend, and we've done shows with him, Emery Hunt. He's at the mm-hmm. East-West game right now. You got the Senior Bowl right now. And one yep. report that I saw that I'm encouraged by is that Joe Douglas and the Jets have a big presence at the East-West game, Joe. Big time. And yep. apparently their focus is offensive linemen. And that could not be more music to my yep. ears, Joe. Yep. Let me tell you, the last time I thought this needed to happen, the Jets had two first-round picks. They yep. became DeBrickashaw Ferguson and Nick Mangold. Yep. That's what I want. Okay. Yep. They need they need two or three offensive linemen and a pass rusher as their first four picks. Period. End of story. Full stop. Jameson Crowder, yep. Robbie Anderson, these guys, they're serviceable as a wide receiver core. They really are. That wide receiver is a luxury position, a cherry on top position. Build from inside, just like you did in Philly, Joe Douglas. Yeah, well, they also they got enough money to be able to uh, dabble in, uh, you know, go get themselves a weapon or two outside if they want to do that in free agency. But this draft is also considered very wide receiver heavy. So the idea that they might be able to and, you know, in the later rounds, be able to get themselves a couple of uh, nuggets there, I don't think is going to be a problem. Now, granted, there are some. Great wide receivers. Uh, you don't look any further than what you guys just watched there at uh, at LSU. They got a few guys that are going to be playing on Sunday. Oklahoma's got a couple. Hell, Alabama's got a couple of kids on the outside. So there are a lot of skill position guys, I think, that uh, that can be gotten here in this draft. But the fact that you're at an East-West game and you are looking at O-linemen only is you're absolutely correct. And I do think... Given, let's say, you know, put the, uh, you know, the magic eight ball here, Dane, you're looking ahead. The AFC East guys is if the, if this all pans out, you got a reset here in Miami. You got the, the Jets who have the pieces now are adding Buffalo ahead of the curve here a little bit as far as that. So all of a sudden, and the Patriots, as long as Belichick is still there, will never be dead. Um, but the AFC East could be one of the most competitive 
absolute divisions in the NFL here over the next couple of years uh, with these teams. Finally, it looks like heading in the right direction. Teams, by the way, that have been dumpster fires, Dane, for forever with Buffalo, the Jets, and Miami, who have made it very easy for Belichick and company. That's That ship has sailed. Now, all of a sudden, what they've positioned themselves in and the pieces they got, they're making a run here, guys. The AFC East is going to be brutal coming up over the next couple of years. Yeah, I agree with that. Listen, um, three years from now, Joe, right? What we could have is Brady far off in the sunset being like the offensive coordinator for the Michigan Wolverines or something, (laughs) or, you know, on on a TV set somewhere, who knows, right? And what you could have is a Pro Bowl Josh Allen, a Pro Bowl Sam Darnold, and an ascending Tua. Mm -hmm. In the division, right? And that's why you could have Tua entering his third year when everyone's real excited about him. Allen and Darnold in, like, year five and already two of, like, the established AFC quarterbacks along with Mahomes and, you know, who else? Baker and and, and Darnold. You know, that's uh, um, Mahomes and Lamar, let's say, and Watson. And and that's what it's come down to, right? If you look into the future, tell me the the, the division with the quarterbacks. In it, and they, those three teams could all have high-profile, ascending Pro Bowl kind of quarterbacks. So, absolutely, that's yep. what I see. Yeah, and quality def- I, I yeah, yeah. It's going to be, uh, it's going to be an interesting next couple of years. What uh, if you have the AFC East on your schedule, yep. Dan? It used to be outside of the Patriots. Up, oh, well, lead, there should be easy wins. You know, like three years ago, right? When you looked at the NFC South. And you had yes. Breeze, Cam, Ryan, all three of them, I think, won MVPs in like back-to-back years. Ryan was yep. an MVP. Cam was an MVP. You got a Hall of Famer, Drew Breeze. Like, that's a tough road to hoe. And I'm not saying it's going to be that. But it is yep. possible that, you know, um, Darnold, Allen, and whoever Miami gets yep. could be like that. It's, yeah, that quarterback search going to be interesting. Very interesting to see what happens here. At the top of the order. And the Giants, too. Giants got some decisions to make. But uh, I love the reset button here on a lot of teams moving forward. Looking forward to the future numbers here. The win totals coming up in uh, 2020 in the NFL. Going to be a lot of fun here. All right, hour two coming up. Take a look at the market movements with these games on Sunday next year on The Grid, sportsgrid.com. Want to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, you are doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. All right, so we got uh, got four days left here, guys, before uh, Championship Sunday. So we'll tell you the latest uh, market movement coming up. But we also uh, want to go ahead and send a big uh, congrats here, guys, because uh, you have uh, royalty among you, and you might not even know it, as uh, Dane here has once again been nominated for the, and I mean the, number one fantasy radio show in the land here guys so uh is there voting available then can guys go and vote or how's that work 
No, thank you, Joe. But apparently it is a, you know, like a panel of experts and judges. Oh, okay. uh, so I was uh, notified yesterday, yes, that I was one of the five finalists. Fantasy Freestyle uh, was one of the five finalists for uh, best radio show in the fantasy community. Uh, nice. I was nominated also in 2017. Did not win. Uh, nominated this year. So, uh, yeah, we'll see if I crack through the glass ceiling and make it happen. Uh, but it's cool. We can't we influence the voting at all. Is that it? No, no, I can't, uh, uh, you know, I can't, you know, send a private eye to get blackmail on the judges uh, like Lenny Dykstra used to do or anything like that. But as they always say, it's an honor just to be nominated or to be a finalist. I appreciate it, brother, man. Yep, yep, yeah, that's what they all say. Until they don't win, then, like, this thing sucks. Uh, I've already but not won. Trust me, I've already not won. You've already been there, exactly. You've uh, already so, got hey, Susan Lucci called me. It's all good. <laughs> Second time's a charm, though. So that's uh, that's awesome mm. stuff there, guys. And when is the announcement? Uh, early February. They do it as a yep. show on Sirius XM. And here's the catch, okay? Whoever actually wins, they then have on air on the show. Okay, nice. so if Andy Barons, who's like the president, if if he like two days earlier, it's like, yo, Dane, what's your phone number? Then I know it's ah, kind of yeah. a, then I know it's kind of a good sign, uh, shall we good. say. But, Joe, <laughs> you know, even if I win, I will not be the greatest of all time like your boy Ken Jennings. Yes. Uh, he took it yes. down. And I got to tell you, Joe, this is all about the double, daily doubles. Every single okay. match. If if whoever got the daily doubles hit it, it was a wrap. And James nope. got like 10% of the daily doubles throughout the entire tournament. The guy Brett Rutter got some. And then in the final one last night, uh, and then he got it. Doubles up. And it was a wrap. And he is a absolute savage on social media, too, guys. The way he's been trolling Holhauser is just absolutely oh. amazing. So, you saw it, but uh, James was a little bit yeah. Nah. I think yeah. Jennings is uh, definitely worth the follow on Twitter, guys. He-